my side hustle income is really made up of a lot of small income streams. Like there's a lot of streams I have that earn less than a thousand pounds each. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. My name's Charlie. My name is Femke, and today we are going to talk about Charlie's income report. If you have been Woo, listening, yeah, if you've been listening to the show for a while, uh, you're probably familiar with you know Charlie every year releasing an income report. It's over on her website, charliemarie.com. You can find all of her previous reports there, dating back to when did you start, Charlie? Ooh, I want to say 2017 was the okay. first one. So a good five yeah. years. A yeah. while, a while. A while. And obviously on the show, we love transparency. We also like talking about money when and where we can. And so we're going to dive a little bit into Charlie's latest income report for the last year. And I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. And I'm really excited to hear about, you know, how, how you were doing in the last year compared to other years and also what you're looking forward to in the future. Uh, but before we dive into it, how are things going, Charlie? What you been up to? Well, things have been slow on the side project front for me lately. I've been mm-hmm. dealing with some a tough situation. My beloved cat Nora sadly passed away. Um, she was sick for about um, three weeks to a month. She she came down with cancer. Came down with cancer. I'm saying it like it was a cold. Um, got diagnosed with cancer, and unfortunately, the chemo did not work out well for her. I'm so, so sorry. Yeah, it's been very sad and like hard to like function <laughs> through all the things yeah. during that time. Um, and now obviously still grieving and still very sad, but um, feel like there's like, I don't know, now I can use work as a wo- and side projects as a welcome distraction rather than as like a, a stressor. Of yeah. Like, oh, I've got to get this thing done while also dealing with this health situation. So yeah, that's what I've been up to basically at the, lately. Yeah, not, not a lot of fun stuff, unfortunately. No, that's not fun, and I'm I'm so sorry to hear about Nora. She was so cute, such a lovely little yeah. cat. I wish I'd gotten to meet her. I know it's very sad. Very that, sad. Like my family didn't get to either. You know, from oh, New Zealand, they haven't yeah. been over to visit yet. So, yep very sad but we still have Seb and uh, he's still also very cute and fluffy so you can come visit him <laughs> and hopefully he's healthy <laughs> yes he seems to be healthy although I'm, I feel like I'm paranoid now I'm yeah to the vet soon and get him checked out yeah yeah that's fair that's fair what about you how's sabbatical treating you Good, good, good. I just got back from a, a week or so camping and doing a little, uh, I was going to say tiki tour. I feel like that's such a New Zealand word to like. That's such a wonderful New Zealand word that I haven't heard for I ages. know. It's kind of like road trip, right? You're just kind of like going somewhere without a plan. Looking around at things. You don't know yeah. where you're going to end up. You, yeah, you don't really have much of a plan. So yeah, did a, did a little tiki tour is what we would say um, around the Sunshine Coast of BC, which was really, really nice. I went with my mum uh, and the dog. So yeah, we just got back last night. I just spent the last hour unloading the car, all the camping gear. Uh, So yeah, didn't spend much time on side projects in the last week, to be honest, because I was out doing that. Uh, But I'm excited to get stuck back into it this week. Nice. And yeah, make use of this time off that you have to you know yes. live life as a full-time creator for for a month or so. yes it's, it's a kind of like a nice little unintentional test run to be honest like having yeah. the time to really work on my side projects when I want to and like you know I obviously have more time to put into them right now if I want to so that's been fun yeah 
Nice. And uh, before we get too much further, let's say a big thank you to Zeppelin for sponsoring this episode. Yes. Zeppelin have been supporting the show this year and we really appreciate it. If you haven't heard us talk about them before, they're a tool for design handoff, documentation, specs, flows, all the things. Basically this meeting point between design, dev, product management, even marketing folks, I think. Mm -hmm, I think you could probably mm -hmm. use Zeppelin well for, you know, planning a marketing website as well. Yeah, it's really great for if you're collaborating with folks who aren't familiar with, say, the design tool you're using, right? Like as designers, we're in Figma all day, so we're really familiar with it. But imagine someone, yeah, imagine someone from marketing or sales having to come into your design and like find the latest work. Like that could be really difficult for someone who doesn't have the skill set to navigate that design tool. So Zeppelin's great for bringing everything into one home. Uh, I, I love it. And, and the folks there are really, really great. So feel free to check it out at zeppelin.io. And thank you for sponsoring Design Life today. Yeah, thanks, Zeppelin. Okay, let's get into your income report. I've read through the income report, Charlie, but maybe for our listeners who haven't yet checked it out, can you maybe start by giving us the TLDR, like high level yes. summary of your report for this year? Um, what are some things that stood out to you that you were surprised by? Or like, what are the main takeaways for you from your report? Okay, so I'll say main takeaway for me overall was that my income increased but just barely <laughs> i earned 4.4 percent more than last year which is like as we know inflation is running rampant these mm -hmm. days um, and so that increase is less than the increase of inflation over the past year right. um, which was a little disappointing for me um, this is the first income report that i've done where i feel like I'm like, oh, damn, I didn't quite get where I wanted to, you know? Um, past years, like the last income report, for example, my side project income had doubled. And so it was this big success to report on. Yeah. Uh, and still, like, I mean, uh, growth in income in this economic climate is still something I should be proud of. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, I had higher expectations for myself, essentially. Um, so if we, like, I, I think it's going to get boring if we talk numbers constantly and like saying numbers out loud in this episode but the high level number um i earned in the past year was 175,319 pounds and my business is based in the uk so that's why i do everything in pounds for anyone curious. yeah yeah that i mean that makes sense and you've always done it in pounds so you may as well keep it consistent exactly yeah yeah, I mean, looking at because you you start your income report with like what you made in 2020 and then you can also see mm -hmm. the the previous years as well. Uh, and yeah, it does look like from 2021 to 2022 was the smallest increase you've had since you started doing yeah. these income reports. Why? Why do you think that is? What do you think contributes to that? Do, is that because you spent less time on side projects? Do you think it's like the market and inflation stuff going crazy uh it sounds like you had higher hopes so what do you think contributed to this uh less lesser growth than you yeah. were expecting so the reason that i feel disappointed in this growth is because i actually feel like i spent the most time i ever have on like <laughs> trying to earn money through my side hustles mm, okay. i feel like i've been very blessed in the past that income that i've earned has sort of come to me or like it's come from me taking advantage of opportunities that came to me whereas in the past year I like went and sought out sought them out myself yeah. more than I have in the past um, or like took on more sponsorships things like that um, yeah there were big decreases in I'm just scrolling through to check it out now my membership like income section was dropped a lot i no longer prioritize patreon and like our design life patreon has yep. shrunk a lot too 
Um, so thank you, Zeppelin, for sponsoring the show so we can keep paying for our editing costs. But yeah, there was big decreases in those areas that, that contributed. Um, I also sold a lot less of my font in the last year, which makes sense because it's like we're out of launch year uh, or like launch first two years and now it's sort of like a always on thing. And so I earned just £731 from that in the in the past year, which is yeah much, much less than previously. Um, profit sharing was also less, I owned less from profit sharing at ConvertKit in the past year due to like, you know, company profits being less as we prioritized growth and also <laughs> exchange rate at times, um, has an impact there too. And also I just didn't get as much of a raise this year as I perhaps have in previous years as well. So yeah. lots of factors there. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed, uh, when you dig into your content income, which I believe is, I think you say it's like 90% of your side income is through. Yes. The majority is through content. Yeah. 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 And for our (laughs) listeners that seems to involve things like content sponsorships, channel sponsorship, AdSense, affiliates, speaking, writing, things like that. Uh, so it looks like your content sponsorships increased a lot in the last year. You say 262%. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and it actually surpassed your channel sponsorship. Uh, mm. And so I'm curious, you know, is that something that you were actively trying to do more of these like, you know, brand collaborations and like one-off sponsorships with other companies? Uh, or yeah, what was kind of the thinking or the strategy for you behind that? Yeah, so this was when I noticed that my income was lacking sort of at the beginning of the year. I keep a spreadsheet where I like keep track of how on pace yeah. am I, what, is, what are things looking like? Um, and I realized like, okay, if I don't pursue this actively, I am going to make less than last year. And this is a, like my, my own business is a side project for me. I don't need it to make income to pay my bills. Work pays the bills, right? Right. But it's a point of pride and like I enjoy the fun of trying to increase my income with it, trying new income streams and stuff like that. So I was like, no, I do not know want that to happen. I want to make sure <laughs> that I at least earn more, even if it's only a small little bit more. And content sponsorships was an area that I felt I could lean into more. My channel had grown, you know, every year that I'm making content and building my audience, my reputation and influence grows so you can charge more yeah. to brands for access to that. Um, I basically said yes to more opportunities um, in the past year, whereas previously I might have said no, like can't be bothered to deal with that. So I'll just pass on that and make yeah. my own video instead. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was an area that I was able to lean into and... Um, honestly was the big reason why I did have a small increase was being able to lean into that. Yeah. Yeah. Are you surprised how well that went in terms of like, like, did you expect it to surpass your channel sponsorship? No, I didn't. That's such a good question. Um, I didn't expect that. And I also didn't expect the, like, I don't know. I always feel surprised at the caliber of brands reaching out, you Mm -hmm, know, who mm -hmm. want to want to work with me. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm saying that I'm, I said yes to more opportunities and I like really lent into this. I was able to do that without for one single second compromising on any morals or, you know, these strict rules I have in place for sponsorships. Yeah. Um, so that was fantastic. Like that just the opportunities that came to me were great ones um, that I was happy to put energy behind um, working yeah. with. People like Zeppelin. So thank you again. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. I love it when like it aligns so well with like your values and, and you know, what you create content around is super important. Uh, yeah, exactly. I know that this year you also turned on ads for some of your mm-hmm. videos on YouTube where is that in this income report? Did that increase compared to previous years? What did that end up looking like for you? 
Yeah, so that was AdSense. I earned £4,179 from AdSense in the past year, which is not much and which is less than the previous year even, despite turning Interesting, ads on. despite turning them on. Why do you think that is? I think it's because... Okay, so I had ads on my YouTube videos when I first started out. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2017, something like that. I decided to turn ads off on my videos because I didn't like that I couldn't control who was being presented alongside my content. Um, but now AdSense has a lot more like controls and things. You can block certain advertisers, you can block whole categories of ads and products from being promoted. So I felt confident in doing that. But, uh, yeah, the majority of the views I got in the past year obviously came from videos that didn't have ads on already. So even though I started turning ads on, there was still all of that old legacy content. I see. Um, and also ad rates and things change over time with viewership and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, my my new approach is to turn ads on after the video has been live for 24 hours. So again, that like cuts into the profits of AdSense, I'm sure. But I wanted to make sure I'm still giving regular viewers that like ad-free experience to start with. Yeah, yeah. I know how important that is to you. And I think it's like, yeah, I, I, I respect that you at least are still kind of adhering to that value that you have by having yeah. them off for the first like 24 hours or something and then turning them on so that people watching like if they want to support you like that they're supporting you indirectly in that way yeah i'm curious what you do with this on your channel fam do you have ads on i don't have ads on however i know that sometimes an ad does show i believe if i'm mm. using music that like yep they then put an ad in front to like pay for the creative whatever licensing um but i've thought about turning them on i'm not sure i'm on the fence i haven't i haven't thought more about so it my yet. four thousand pounds hasn't convinced, <laughs> it hasn't convinced me yet also your channel is like like 10x mine so that also like to me well, indicates i'll probably make size maybe but, but yeah i think your views are, are more than mine we'll <laughs> see we'll see I, i'm not that optimistic about how much i could make out of that um but it could be an interesting experiment to try you also have a new category in content income this year which was writing uh yeah yeah do you want to share a bit about that and where that came from yeah so i started writing a few articles for the super high blog in the past year, which was really fun. Um, they pay me to write a few articles. That's like a design agony art in a way where their students and users wrote in with questions. And then I wrote an article to answer them, which was, I think the first time that I'd been paid for writing, which was exciting for mm. me because as you know, I'm working on a book. And so writing is an area that I'm trying to lean into. Um, but honestly, this is something for any designers listening who are like considering starting side projects and wanting to earn income on the side. I think that writing is perhaps an area we might not consider much as designers that we can, we can lean into. This is something that you could, you could land paid writing gigs as a designer for, you know, design tools, design education websites, um, you know, looking, looking for contributors without building an audience of your own. It could be a great option for people to try. So yeah, just a little recommendation there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, companies are always, trying to figure out their like content marketing strategy right Mm -hmm. and like they often love having like guest posts or maybe you have a column or something uh so yeah that is a a really interesting opportunity and something that I agree is probably like a good place to start if somebody wants to start kind of dabbling in some side income without having your own audience yeah exactly because you're an expert in design stuff so if you want to write about that for other people's blogs could go well yeah totally 
what about let's move to membership income uh mm-hmm. this was 3.7 percent of your side hustle income <laughs> totaling 1621 pounds it looks like all of the categories you have in here the the charlie marie tv patreon the design life patreon and twitch uh all decreased in the last year however you yes. added a new category of youtube channel membership uh, maybe I'm naive, but tell me a little bit about what that is and uh, how is that different to your Patreon? Yes. So Patreon, my Patreon does not exist anymore. Our oh, Design Life okay. Patreon does, I will say. So anyone listening who wants to support the show, you can go ahead on over there. <laughs> yeah, increase this there, for but... next year for us. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> um, but no, I decided to close down my Patreon. I was finding it came with a lot of pressure that I wasn't prepared to deal with. Mm. And it was definitely pressure I put on myself. I didn't have any patrons complaining at me or like being like, hey, where's this special behind the scenes content you promised and haven't provided me? But yeah, yeah, it was meant to be a way for people to support if they wanted to um, for the content that they're getting for free. And it turned out that I put a lot of pressure on it. So instead now I am doing offering YouTube channel membership, which I'm calling the co-working club because of the benefits that you get from it are mostly to do like able to be used in my live streams um, where I stream the work that I'm doing and we call it the co-working club. So you get like a special little star in your name in the chat and you get special little emotes you can use. um, Cool. And that shows in the comments of my videos too. So everyone else will know that you're a channel member and like a regular viewer. So yeah, I'm hopeful that that can start to pick up over time, but I'm not like seeing it as an income strategy that's mm, for sure. yeah I was gonna ask like did you try migrating your patreon subscribers over to this YouTube channel membership or like did you put any marketing or strategy into that um I did to the extent of maybe like one email okay one post. yeah so yeah the so answer not is much. no I probably could have done a better job of that <laughs> yeah yeah that's so cool and I didn't know that you earn income on twitch as well yeah that was um sort of so um, it works the same way as YouTube channel membership where people can be a member of your Twitch channel mm-hmm, and they get special mm-hmm, emotes mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff they can do in the chat as well. Um, I'm not really on Twitch much these days, so I do expect to see that continue to decline. Yeah, future. I was curious, like when you do your co-working live streams, like how do you decide whether to do it on YouTube or Twitch? I do them all on YouTube. I decided that YouTube is the place for my design content. And then if I ever, like, for fun, want to stream a game or something like that, Uh, I'll go and do that on Twitch. So that's why I expect people to not support my Twitch channel anymore because I'm barely on there and I'm not (laughs) teaching through it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, like, design-related content per se. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Save your money, folks. (laughs) Yeah, go support Charlie on YouTube out of anywhere. (laughs) Okay, next category was product and services. 6% of your side hustle income, £2,604, so more than your membership income. Uh, And the one at the top here, 45.5% of that income is a new, you know, income stream for you, which was mentoring uh i believe you started mentoring this year right yeah just in february so my income report is done on my the period of my accounting year which runs essentially from i guess it's like june to may um very confusing wish i'd just done it annually and worked it out when i first started but i've been (laughs) doing this for so long now that we're sticking with it and it's still like a a year period you know yeah um so yeah there's only a few months of mentoring recognized in this report which is why it's exciting that it came in as the top owner in this category. And this was definitely something inspired by you, Femme. Um, 
I heard how much value you were able to give to people through offering your mentoring sessions mm-hmm. and also like how much you got from it yourself as well. Like just learning from what people are going through and how you can apply that to your content. So yeah, yeah, I was excited to start doing this this year. Awesome. And I assume this is something you want to continue growing next next year as well. Yes, but to a degree, yeah. I don't want mentoring to become all that I do with my time. Yes. Um, I'm going to stick with only offering six sessions a month. Yeah. Um, which may seem like not many, but I don't know. I'm, I'm managing a team. And so I need to like give my first and foremost mentoring to them, to them. right? To the folks totally. uh, yeah. on the ConvertKit team. Um, but yeah, in, in the other six sessions, I hope that I'll sell them out and we'll see this category grow. Yeah. I think it's awesome that you're offering that. And where can people, people listening go if they want to book a mentoring session with you? Do you have a link? Well, yeah, I do actually, fam. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> you can head to charliemarie.com slash mentoring, I believe is my URL. For awesome. That. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So cool. It was, yeah, it was so cool to see you start introducing this and I've only heard good things about it too. So that's awesome uh okay your next thing was the font uh 731 pounds shrunk shrunk 60 percent from the previous year and then you have a new uh income stream which was the job board uh i i believe that's your palette job board that you run kind of under your marketing uh, inside marketing brand or umbrella right yep yep um so the inside marketing design job board has branded marketing design jobs and uh, there was a few companies who paid to post their job on that and like then get sent out to my email list as well so that was pretty cool i'd love to grow this more it's not working out well for me i know this has been like a top earner for you fam because mm. we've done for mm-hmm. listeners episodes about fem's income reports as well which do come out on a more proper annual basis <laughs> so we tend to do them at different times of the year um but yeah i know it's going super well for you and i've just not cracked it yet yeah yeah it it, it does take some time and I it's hit or miss for me as well like lately I found that the talent collective I'm running on there is more successful than the actual job board postings uh so yeah it's hit or miss like sometimes one's doing better than the other and also with like I find in the last like quarter it's been a little bit less than I expected probably due to like people going on hiring freezes and like Mm. you know whatever they're not hiring as much as they were before and summer is also typically a slowdown period for hiring so I don't know I'm hoping it's going to pick back up a little bit uh for me in the next quarter but uh yeah we'll see it's a it's a it's a fun income stream it's it's uh yeah something I would never have expected I would earn income through right yeah yeah yeah. yeah, well, I think the the job board, though, the presence of it in my income report, even though it's only £597, um, just goes to show how my side hustle income is really made up of a lot of small income streams. Like, there's a lot of streams I have that yeah. earn less than £1,000 yeah. each. Um, but there's just so many of them, <laughs> they all come together and like add up to the total which overall, I didn't say what my side hustle income was. Let me find that in my report. Um, £43,524 is what I earned on the side of my full-time job this year. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. And like, I I think it's so cool that we, I feel like we both have this strategy of like diversifying our income streams a little bit and like trying yeah. different things, seeing what works. Like, oh, this is going really well. This is not going really well. And I think that's also the benefit of doing this as a side project. You have that flexibility to take a bit more risks, right? Like like you said, your yes, day job's exactly. paying your bills. Like 
that's all sorted. All of this extra stuff is just for me, at least an experiment and it's fun. And I'm like trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I too have like some income streams that are like less than a thousand bucks here and there. Cause it's something I tried, didn't work out, moved on. And I think that's totally fine. And it's an awesome learning experience. Yeah. And for, uh, to do things like, I don't know, make my font, which I did a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. I invested a lot of time into it. And I don't think if I added up the total income that I've earned from it so far, that we're at a good hourly rate yeah. yet for, <laughs> for the creation of that. But it doesn't matter, you know, because yeah. it was a thing that I wanted to do for fun. And now, yeah, I would love to grow the sales. And of course, yeah. every sale that I get makes that you know, hourly rate calculation a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but there's no pressure on it to like recover its costs super fast or anything. Right. Because it's a side project. Yeah. And I think something like that is also a good example of like what you would typically call like passive income, where it's like you mm -hmm, made the thing mm -hmm. and then it like, you know, trickles in a little bit of income here and there over time without you having to put like additional effort into it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think another important piece of the income report to talk about, since I just mentioned earning about £43,000 on the side, I also spent about mm -hmm. £19,500 on the side to make that money and to like run this business alongside a full-time job. So just before everyone goes thinking that all that was profit in the pocket, yeah. <laughs> um, it was not. Uh, I spent a lot of money on editors. That was my biggest expense, really, about yeah 45% of that um, 19000 my virtual assistants, software, yeah, software like for video transcriptions, uh, a little bit of equipment as well. So all of that is help, right? Help in producing yeah. the content um, and in making things and, and running the business. Yeah, no, expenses are always, uh, yeah, I don't know. For me, they're always like more than I was expecting. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, you know, you got to throw taxes in there as well at some point. So yep. yeah, at some point. <laughs> yeah, at some point. So yeah, uh, I, I, I too, I think for me, video editing was also probably my largest expense. Um, but, you know, saves me so much time. And there is people mm -hmm. out there that are way better at video editing than I could ever do. So I prefer to kind of outsource that a little bit. Um, was there any of these expenses that were particularly surprising to you or, you know, any interesting takeaways? Mm -hmm. The fact, maybe the fact that I spent £2,662 on software. I'm like, what the heck software am I, am I paying for that <laughs> like, costs that much? You know, I use Figma and that's free. Um, mm, mm, Webflow, <laughs> I guess I'm paying guess. for an Adobe. Yeah, Adobe. Webflow, good point. I'm paying an Adobe for subscriptions. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. Maybe that combined is yeah, a cool I mean, amount. We know Adobe's not cheap, so it's probably 90% Adobe. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, Creative that, But that one did surprise me a little bit. Um, yeah. And I guess the the total of expenses together, like £19,500. Mm. Like, that is a lot. Think of that money as one bunch leaving my account. Yeah. The things I could do with that money. Like, yeah. that's a fantastic holiday right there. That you know? is. That is. Um, but, you know, it was, I consider them all were money well spent um, yeah. to be able to run my business on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And then I guess looking ahead to the next year, um, after this report, like, I don't know, did you, was there anything for you that was like, oh, okay, I want to, you know, focus more energy on this thing and grow this next year or, okay, this, this didn't perform as well as I thought. So maybe I won't put as much effort into it. Like, what did you learn personally or take away personally mm. from this report going into the next year? I, I, I hope that my new website design will help sell my font a bit better. And I feel mm. like I'm starting to see that come in. Like now it appears in my menu. 
yeah. um, under my products and services drop down. So I'm hopeful for that. But honestly, even though I said I was disappointed overall to have not, you know, increased my income more. As I look back on this, I'm like, you know what, though? I don't think there's anything I would have changed. Mm. Um, I think that I did the right things and that them's just the break sometimes. And that's just how it goes. I know that I definitely want to get um, grow my products and services category more. Like that's the one that I want to focus on. I yeah. don't like that over 90% of my business income comes from content. Because mm. I feel like that's very active income. That's not at all. It's yeah. not passive at all. Passive. It's a lot of yep. time and effort and energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even things like affiliate commissions, which seem passive. Yeah. I mean, for me, that decreased 43% this year because I was not focusing on, you know, content that promoted my affiliate links or I wasn't focused right. on putting them out there. Um, so even that, you've got to be active in promoting them to get the income from them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I want to grow the products and services. I would love to start getting paying clients for these marketing site audits that I want to offer. Um, but I haven't really focused on promoting that a whole lot yet. So, um, yeah, fair enough that that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so in terms of the, the marketing audits you want to do, have you done any in the past or that's like a new income no, stream? No, it's brand new. Okay, me. okay. Yeah. New I mean, I've stream. done them before for my own marketing sites that I work on, but, you know, not for clients. So I would like to yeah. add that. Um I don't think in the next year this will happen, but I definitely want to be able to offer like a course in the future as a higher ticket item than my font as a product that people can buy Yeah, um, and like get value from. Yeah. So yeah, th- that, that'll that be the category that I focus on growing in a few different ways. And of course, for my book as well, I don't know if that's going to be out for pre-sale by the time I do my next income report. So it'll probably be the one after that it shows up in, but yeah, this is this is the category for growth, I hope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, looking at you have a graph at the very beginning of your income report and you can see mm-hmm. product and services did it is like a, you know, the beginning of a hockey it's stick. It's on the rise. It's on the rise. Yeah. It's it's on the rise. It's it's small, but it's on the rise. It's small, <laughs> but it's on the rise and it surpassed your membership. So, I think there yep. there is a lot of potential there and uh yeah, I'm sure I, I'm sure that there's like so many different things you could do in this space. So, I'm excited to see what you do. Yeah, same. Thanks, fam. And thanks for asking all your all your good questions about this. I love sharing this these details, even when they're not like, I don't know, wild successes. <laughs> um, I hope that it's interesting for people and that it gives you some ideas of side hustles you can start. And I guess one thing I want to say to end is that I've had people look at my income report and be like, oh my God, you're doing so many things. Mm. And it's like, yeah, I am. But I've also been building up this business for almost a decade now. Yeah. And yeah. as you see, as you were calling out, Fem, there's like a couple of new streams that I add each year. Um, and there's a lot of streams, like I also said, that are less than a thousand pounds. They're very <laughs> small, just sort of ticking along. And like every now and then I'll do something within them. Um, so yeah, if you're just getting started with side hustles, do not feel like you need to jump into having 16 streams of income. No. <laughs> start with one or two and, uh, build from there. <laughs> oh, totally. Totally. That's a good takeaway, I think too. Uh, cause like, yeah, every year I, my income streams change, right? I assume yours do too. Like I only added the job board. I think it was last year. Um, yeah. and like, uh, yeah, every year it's, I'm going to try something else or, okay, this year I'm not going to focus on that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think just starting with one thing over time, like that'll hopefully grow and then you can try adding new things and experimenting a little bit more. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fun side hustle, isn't it? (laughs) 
yeah it is it's a it's fun to work on like the the act of earning money and growing your income yeah as well as like you know the work that goes into doing that (laughs) totally totally cool well thank you as always for being so transparent and sharing all of this with us uh we'll make sure the link to this is in the show notes i think you also have a video where you walk through it i do i do yep the video gives like at a higher level than the the written report so yeah i would say if you want to read it don't bother watching the video as well. <laughs> or do and give me that ad income. give her that adsense income <laughs> yes okay awesome and i look forward to yeah talking about this again in a year's time and seeing seeing what you've done yeah and can we expect an income report from you fam uh, in early 2023 yeah i think we can for sure i'm hoping to continue them as well great well then i'll look forward to basically asking the same questions of you (laughs) in a few months from now awesome awesome okay well this has been super fun to talk about uh we will be back next week with another episode charlie where can people go if they want to listen to past episodes you can head to designlife.fm listen to our back catalog there uh, and thanks again to Zeppelin for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> I know we've thanked you multiple times during this show, but we do appreciate it. And if you are looking for a tool that can help with your team's handoff and like aligning around a project, then check out Zeppelin at zeppelin.io. Awesome. We'll chat next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.